Open your eyes and look into the darkness. Something strange is moving. Something grave and sinister. Something paranormal. Something ghostly. That sends shivers down your spine. It is children with cult class with your house, Caitlin. Welcome to Chillin' with Cult Class. My name's Caitlin, and this is where we talk about everything spooky, strange, and unexplained. Okay. (laughs) Okay, so the craziest thing happened the other day. You guys know that Nick and I love the outdoors. Love them. Love them. And so we're always out on our property, like, investigating, exploring, and recently, I think because of the winter, there have been a lot of different animals out that are hungry. Right. Yep. So uh, we've had coyotes and foxes mm-hmm. and bobcats and a lot of predators out on our property, um, which is not always the best because for livestock and yeah, for, for our animals. Yeah, and our, yeah definitely. Like We want to be weary with our pets, and then we're trying to keep deer here, so yeah. not ideal. Because we like to watch the deer. So... Anyway, um, I bought a predator call the other day at Cabela's, and a predator call basically just sounds like a dying rabbit or something, and it'll bring in uh, coyotes or foxes, or that's the intention of it. Right. So I was out in our backyard, and Nick was like, why don't you use our your predator call right before the sun was setting, because that's a good time. And I was like, okay. So I did the predator call thinking like maybe a bobcat or coyote or something would come in and all of a sudden out of nowhere oh my gosh this huge bird swoops in oh my gosh to a tree about 10 yards from us not even yeah yeah a little less than that it was insane it was so close and we thought it was a hawk Mm -hmm. and then we looked closer and it was an owl so And I've, I've never seen an owl in the wild in person, uh, particularly this close. So close. And I guess I didn't even realize it was an owl until it like it like came and swooped in, big wingspan, stopped, and then I saw its round head. That's what it gave away for me. Yes. It's like, like a, it looked like a softball on top of its shoulders. So cool. So cool. And the wingspan was probably four or five feet, I'd say. Yeah, probably. It was, it was, it was, a, it was so much bigger than I thought like any owls are. Yes. Which so- makes sense, though, because when it was like perched its wings went far below where its feet were it was like uh, yeah it was considerably it was longer so cool. than like its feet which Huge is really wingspan. cool yeah so um it sat there long enough for me to go grab my camera 15 and I, minutes yeah i'll post this video again i posted it on cult class um on my art page on instagram at cult.class and on nightwalker outdoors but I will also post it on the Chillin' Instagram, which is at chillinwithcult.class. But I went, ran in and got my camera. He sat there for like 10 minutes, and his head was just spinning like... So crazy. Just looking back and forth. Almost 360 degrees, or whatever, 180 degrees? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we're using your call, and it was just looking for a meal. Yeah, It was just like, lo- just immediately. Now, we, you didn't even like do it, I think, more than like a minute. It was just a couple times you hit it. 
and then it came in and then it was just on it just looking for like a rabbit or a squirrel or something he was looking right at us because he yeah. thought yeah he thought we were you know his dinner right and so uh in his eyes so owls are my new favorite bird of course they're so cool this they're the coolest animal yeah and his eyes were like black voids oh i've never gosh. seen eyes like that the so it's the black i've ever seen Black is the black. So um, this is also really cool because I know my cousin um, has sent me articles on this and a lot of you have sent me articles. And then after I posted this video, one of my followers sent me a video on this, but owls are associated with abductions and aliens. No way. That's a huge thing. What? I've never heard of that. Yes. There's a whole book. Hang on. Let me pull it up. Okay. That came out pretty recently called The Messengers, Owls, Synchronicity, Synchronicity. Synchronous, whatever. Yeah, synchronicity. And the, synchronicity and the UFO abductee. Oh. And this author Whoa. claims that, like, owls, he has thousands of accounts of people, like, seeing owls before they're abducted or see UFOs. And I think it even claims that, like, owls are aliens. What? Oh, yeah. It, it Also, in the movie The Fourth Kind, they play on people seeing owls being before being abducted. Remember that? I, do, I feel like I kind of do, yeah. It's just, there's, there's one thing. There's an owl at my window. An owl. A white owl. It was just looking at me. How long was it there? Hours. Uh, no matter what I did, it wouldn't fly away. It wasn't scared of me. What was it doing? Over your bed. Yeah, I think so. I, it's really hard to remember. It's almost like, like it didn't happen. Like, you know, in a dream. Like I just dreamt it. Um, can you come see me tomorrow? Sure, if you, if you think I should or if it's important. Yeah, I, I do. Um, I do think it's important and it's nothing to be alarmed at um, at all. But there have been some strange coincidences here and I just, I feel like I need to try something new. What do you mean? You're not the first patient I've had who's experienced something like this. 
Yeah, great movie. Look up The Fourth Kind. Okay, yeah. It's not a real movie, even though it presents itself as such. It is not real. Freaked me out the first time I saw it. (laughs) So when watching this owl, it was just like... You could totally see the like creepiness of it. There was like the big eyes, the big black eyes, and maybe that's why people associate them. I don't know. If if you guys know more about this whole theory, <laughs> please feel free to message me or email. Yeah, right in. Yeah, chillinwithcultclass at gmail dot com. But it was the coolest encounter I think I've ever had. That was amazing. It's absolutely incredible. And oh. it just just hung out there we went inside before it left yeah it was just it got really dark it was incredible and i was gonna say too um another thing that people say is that they cause you to lose your memory like men in black style owls do yeah so maybe this actually happened like years ago (laughs) (laughs) and our whole memory is gone (laughs) if you guys know anything about it please uh dm or email about owls and abductions or ufos i want to hear about it Speaking of aliens, another thing that one of our listeners sent us was an article by Vice about this guy. I just have to mention it. It's so weird. And Nick, like, I just sent it to him and his eyes got so big. But it's about a guy who paints, like, his interactions with aliens, except for he claims that he's had sex with aliens since, like, forever. What in the world? What? <laughs> I don't even know. It's such an odd article, but the only reason I'm bringing it up is A, because it's interesting and one of our listeners sent it, and B, because this guy's paintings are actually really good. What are they of? They're like of uh, the aliens carrying him into the spacecraft. Look, I'll post oh these. My <laughs> I'll share this story on our Instagram at Chillin' with Cult Dog Class. Wait, so, whoa, 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 whoa. Slow down. I feel like we're just skimming over this. So this guy has relations with the aliens yeah 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 oh and then oh does he take him out for dinner first or something what's going on i mean i didn't get like super in depth with it he claims he's fathered hundreds of alien so he's impregnated yeah yeah yeah. well that's what happens next when you have sex i don't know wow that's bad the birds and the bees combo before not with aliens i guess (laughs) the aliens and the guy painter combo before this guy's cuckoo banana pants Oh, yeah, I mean, I don't... It's a very interesting article that someone said, Oh, gosh, I just kept scrolling. and. <laughs> Whoa, all right, so describe what we're looking at right now. <laughs> oh, I can't. It's like a naked... Oh, yeah, this is not a family-friendly episode, I guess. Um, this is a naked woman alien, I guess. Is that his, like... But it pretty much just looks like a naked woman. His alien with, like, a, like... The band Kiss face paint on. <laughs> it's like a white. Like white. looks like Gene Simmons like face makeup and. More. But like alien style. Right. Yeah. yeah all yeah. the pointier eyes. This is a weird fact, but I've gotten Nick knows this, but I've gotten like on my cult class, cult dot class art Instagram. I have gotten over the years some inappropriate photos. Oh, of yeah. people. Yeah, yeah, a yeah. few times it's been like people with alien faces. I don't get it. It's it, the weirdest I thing. I mean, I guess they're like cater like catering to their audience. Like they think I would I don't know. They know I'm into sci fi, I guess. Sure, no, it so, makes sense. Yeah. I mean it's not like a thing I'm into, but this photo looks like a painting of those photos. <laughs> yeah. That was a really strange image. It's <laughs> really strange. And this whole article 
Vice is really just doing Lord's work out there, you know, bringing us the news we need to know. <laughs> Golly, yeah. I don't even know where this came from, but thank you for sending it. I mean, always send us weird articles if you got them. You guys send memes, you guys send so much funny, great like art and stuff. So send articles. Uh, someone just sent me a photo of a UFO over Mexico to you that I'll share, but please. Send us stuff. Definitely. We're always open to things, obviously. <laughs> I will read the articles. Um, and thank you so much for listening to this podcast and following along. Aside from reading crazy articles <laughs> and going to see scary movies that we're going to talk about in a second and living in the woods. So all of this is scarier because owls are like swooping in over our heads and maybe erasing our memories. <laughs> so our whole life sounds terrifying. Aside from all that... What else have we been doing? We've just been canning salsa. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, my family has this like passed down recipe from my grandma. I'm not sure where she got it from, but of like canning uh, like chip salsa, you know, where you can put on like kind of anything. So we did it for the first time last night. And yes. yeah, it turned out really good. Like, I'm not gonna say, like I'm not gonna say it's like great cause I don't wanna like <laughs> brag, but Shout out to Nick's family and everything because this recipe slaps. Oh, yeah. It is so good. It's good. Maybe we'll start canning it and making like sci-fi salsa. Ooh, that's a good name. Coin that. We got that. We'll, let's get the big legal on that. Love it. <laughs> Our big legal team. Oh, we'll get them on that. <laughs> hey, babe, perception's reality. You can't be selling us out so quickly. You got to roll with what I say Yeah, yeah, sometimes. no, I'm sorry. I'll contact all of our attorneys. Yeah, we'll get the illegal in the other room, Ben and Press, um, <laughs> That's on <our> that. <laughs> I just pictured, we have a boxer. I just pictured him, like, typing on a, on a computer. Oh, yeah, Ben. Like, ben, on it, boss. Yeah, Ben Esquire, yeah, you know, I'll get our on the PR wall. team to market it. Yeah. That's the other one. <laughs> <laughs> sci-fi salsa is a copyrighted and trademark name. No usage of the term sci-fi salsa is allowed or permitted under any circumstances unless written permission has been obtained from Shimon Lecoq class legal team prior to usage, which isn't going to happen, so don't even try it. Other details exist. What? Also, we have a huge announcement. Speaking of merch and t-shirts and names, well, we weren't speaking of merch or t-shirts, but <laughs> we're speaking of names, and we have a Crop Circle Crew t-shirt coming, and also a huge announcement coming in February, which we're really excited about. Mm. So keep listening for that. Uh, you can follow us on chillinwithcult.class on Instagram or at chillinwithcult.class on Instagram. You can follow my art at cult.class. And now we're going to jump into our movie club pick of the week. Something is coming for you. Prepare yourself. February 1st, Sundown 96.6 FM. You haven't heard scary until you tune into our haunted radio airwaves. They're coming to get you, Barbara. <laughs> February 1st. Listen if you dare.
friends. Welcome home. You're my niece. I'm gonna do everything I can to make this place feel like home. I just wish I could see them again. I'm not equipped to handle this. I don't even take care of my own plants. I have this project at work. Do you wanna see? Yes. Ever since I was little, I dreamed of this perfect toy that would protect a kid from ever feeling lonely or sad. This is Megan. Hi, Megan. I'm Katie. It's nice to meet you, Katie. Do you want to hang out? Okay. Megan, your goal is to protect Katie from harm, both physical and emotional. Is that a doll? Model 3 generative android. Megan, for short. I can't believe you made this. I love it. Wanna hang out? Yeah, sounds like fun. Great job. It's nice to have a friend. It's honestly like she's part of the family now. They could be building emotional connections that are too hard to untangle. She's the happiest she's been since her parents died. Eat the toppings, Katie. Research shows if you force a child to eat vegetables, they'll be less likely to choose those foods as adults. Is that so? Yes. Experts say... Megan, turn off. I thought we were having a conversation. Does she talk? Make her say something. Stop! Don't! Megan! You should probably run. <laughs> Megan, she pushed Brandon onto the road. I won't let anything harm you. Megan, turn off. Recalibrating response model. <laughs> Megan! What's wrong with you? Don't worry, Katie. I won't let anything harm you. Ever again. This week's Movie Club discussion is proudly brought to you by Nightwalker Outdoors. Love the outdoors and fitness? Check out Caitlin and Nick's business on Instagram at Nightwalker Outdoors and on their website, nightwalkeroutdoors.com. Enjoy this week's Movie Club. So last week we picked the movie Megan, which is only showing in theaters. We thought it was maybe fun to get out during totally. the winter and hit a theater. And actually, because of this, we discovered a new theater near our house. Oh my gosh, it's the coolest movie theater I think I've ever been to. It's like nothing fancy or new or you know super extravagant. It's just like a like a classic staple, like quintessential movie theater. Yeah, super it was cool. awesome. It was so it was fun to get out and like. Yeah, just January is so dark and cold, and so it was a fun adventure. And I hope you guys, if you got to the theater, uh, enjoyed it. And if you didn't or haven't yet, um, there will be spoilers, so just skip ahead a few minutes uh, because now we're going to talk about Megan the movie. So what did you think, Nick? What did I think? It was, that was incredible. So well done. Uh, uh, so much to say. What, what did you think? I think it was one of my favorite movies in recent memory at least that I've seen especially right. new movies it was I know I've talked to some of you and I know you have differing opinions about this movie um, and maybe didn't like it as much as me but I 
loved it. I thought it was so much more than a horror movie. Totally. It was smart. It was really well done. It was captivating. It's definitely a hard PG-13. For Oh, it's like flirting on the line. Yeah, like I thought it was R. Yeah. Um, Yeah, it's pretty... Tough to yeah. watch. I'm not, some of it. Not, not really recommending taking like your small children to go yeah. check it out. Or yeah, it's but uh, it really focuses on technology mm-hmm. being terrifying, and there are things in that movie that I hadn't thought of. So Megan, again, these are spoilers, so just jump ahead if you need to. But uh, Megan hacks cars and pretty much oh, yeah. any electronics that are around these people's yeah. lives. Doors, elevators, Amazon Alexas, you know, anything. And um, I, I, and I'm going to get into the story in a second, but I didn't even think that a lot of our government and top secret stuff is electronics. So the idea that AI or a robot and she is AI can um, hack very important information oh, is yeah. terrifying. Like your car, like our chips, like wasn't chips a thing? The car chips, oh, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, the, like with yeah, over the past couple of years. Yeah, like, like it's been preventing like pr- production. production. Yeah, 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 definitely. No, yeah, exactly. So that was just something I. It really brings to light. Like to me, it wasn't even just like a sla- like a crazy fun horror film. It was just like really a almost realistic film on what AI could, could be. be. Exactly. I thought the same thing. And it's and you know, in the art world right now, AI is really big. Uh, oh, AI yeah. is really big in the business world because they have it writing copywriting for businesses and stuff like that. So AI so is crazy. very relevant and very smart mm-hmm. now. Yeah. Uh, smart yeah. for what it is, like making art or of whatever. Course. I mean, I'm not an engineer, but um, so basically this movie, Allison Williams, the main character, uh, I, I forget her name in the movie, but that's the actress. Mm-hmm. She invents this AI doll for her Com- niece. Yes, who, right. Who, yeah, for her company, but for her niece whose parents passed away and the niece is really lonely and really sad. Yes. So initially you really like the doll because mm-hmm. you're like, oh, it's like nice to the niece and it's making her happy right. and it's just a doll. And then Allison Williams... Um, character, you know, invents this open AI, like this AI that I don't want to say open AI because I think that's a company or something, but AI that's like limitless. Oh, right. Yeah. So you said a quote that you liked was that she says, look, you invented me. The doll does. Megan does. And you expected me to figure out how like my processing works. Yeah. When and it had no she, cap. And she basically. didn't even understand and, the whole yeah, and, process. Right. Allison and, Williams. Right. And Megan's saying to the character, like, you didn't even understand what you were inventing. Right. And you just kind of let it loose, and here I am. Yeah. She becomes a, yeah, no, a murderous robot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so the she becomes murderous and, like, very violent because she, her in her programming, initially, she's meant to protect and... Be kind to the niece, the niece and yeah, the at niece, all costs. At all costs, yeah. and the niece emotions start getting like she emotionally gets hurt, she physically gets hurt, right. she gets bullied, mm-hmm. and this doll kind of like goes freaking Chucky, like crazy yeah, people. Exactly, exactly. But the, yeah, but it, but it's so weird. She didn't like Alice Williams' character didn't put any kind of fail safe sin of like you know legal like. Well, they did. Or anything like so that. they do say that they say um, they? when she's with the team and sh- and she says to them, "I think she- this doll is like 
hurting people. Mm -hmm. The team is like, that's impossible. We put oh, every stop yeah, yeah. in to, to prevent that. Okay. But there's a moment where Megan says, I've been wondering myself what I am lately. Mm, I do, yeah. And so it implies, the whole movie implies that she goes far, be obviously, far beyond her protocols and her programming yeah. because she develops mm -hmm. over time. Just, just keep, like yeah. a person. Like she's learning and she's looking so around quickly. and she's like, what what am I? What is yeah. this world? Why am I invented? And like she does have, seem to have some resentment for her creator. Definitely. Alison Williams' character. And so um, I think my favorite part was when uh, the niece gets very upset because her aunt, the main character, takes Megan away, the doll away. Mm -hmm. And the niece is like, I want this doll, she makes me happy. Mm -hmm. And it really reminded me of like iPhones oh and laptops yeah, and all the technology yeah. we distract ourselves Absolutely. with. Yeah. And she says, no, 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 she's throwing a tantrum. She's like, I need Megan, this technology, to be happy. And the aunt says, no, like your parents died, you're sad, and you need, need to, to feel these feelings. So and I thought that was so, like... It felt like the whole lead-up of the movie was to that scene. Yes. You know, like, the distracting, the distractions of devices, technology, and, yeah, just uh, substituting and numbing yourself from any kind of real feelings to go to some fake place in your phone. Yes. You know? And um, I think that's a really important message to society as a whole. Like, a lot of feelings as human beings are not good feelings. Mm-hmm. That's and right. you have to feel them. And, um, I mean, you can distract yourself. You can numb yourself. You can take... Uh, eat. That's why people take drugs or do whatever. But at sure. the end of the day, you're supposed to feel these feelings and work through them. And I love that Allison Williams says to Denise, like, you might not ever not feel these right. bad feelings. Exactly. You know, her, her parents died. She's like, that's like a really important thing to process and feel. Mm -hmm. And... Um, I think our own fear of emotion almost and of reality, this is the message of the movie, has pushed us, well, especially in this movie, into creating these devices that have a limitless sort of control of this alternate reality mm -hmm. where we can just pretend that things are easy. Absolutely. Like for, for the aunt in the movie, the main character, it's she creates this doll because it makes it easy to raise the niece. Right, yeah. It becomes like, yeah, easier of a job to be a quote unquote like a pseudo parent, which yes. she's now becoming. Right, because she was never like she was just given this kid because mm -hmm. um, you know, and she didn't expect to be a parent. So it's just making things easy, technology making your life easier, distracting yeah. you from real problems and distracting you from real emotions and real challenges in life. Mm -hmm. And that's what I took from the movie. Absolutely. And that that can be incredibly dangerous. Oh, yeah. And realistically, like, I mean, I know it's kind of crazy. Like, Megan's a slasher doll. But it's like, you know, the idea that robots, AI can be evil is mm -hmm. not ridiculous. Oh, no, absolutely. Yeah, no, absolutely. And I feel like so many other, like, it seems like such a, like a common fear. Because I feel like, like, iRobot, um... Uh, not Chucky, but like other past films who have like done robot or technology or AI mm -hmm. based films. It's always about them like turning evil. Yeah, Terminator. Terminator, perfect. Yeah. You know? You know, so 
right? It's not some new idea, you know? Is, is the cyborg, like, evil in Terminator? Is it a cyborg? Whatever, don't go, man. <laughs> but, you know, they're all evil. Or he fights off other evil yeah. robots, something like that. But, it, it's, but this, I, it's not a new idea. It's a common mm-hmm. fear, you know, seemingly. Which is crazy because we just keep inventing <laughs> AI in, these, in this technology. And yeah. um, I think that's why you and I, like, love nature so much. I know that's why I do because a lot of my job is being... Um, on the internet in this other world and yeah. it's like not tangible feeling and so to go out in the woods and like see animals and see things is so grounding absolutely and um as a society it feels like maybe we've moved away from that oh for sure it's it's like encouraged to not do that kind of stuff yeah it's like a novelty right yeah. and they even say that in the movie they she goes to like talk about novelty she takes her to this like outdoor school oh my gosh that was ridiculous so the kids <laughs> like learn outdoors yeah. because it's so like they're like oh it's like a grounding thing and I, I really think that was a representation too of how ridiculous that has become yes that we have to invent like an outdoor school for these kids ridiculous. to like go outside yeah exactly. basically I just love this movie. I did too. I thought it was incredible. Highly recommend it. Highly recommend it. Yeah, it's going to be probably in theaters for a couple more weeks, I'd imagine, after this episode comes out. But if you don't catch it, definitely catch it when it streams. Um, yeah. It's worth it. It's a, it's a great, great watch. And even if you uh, just listened to all this and you haven't seen the movie, we really didn't spoil a ton. So check it out. You could still watch totally. it and not know a lot of stuff. Oh, there's so, so many like, little twists and turns and fun things that happen. Yes, and we didn't tell you the ending. Uh, I All I want to say is I really thought it was very smart and yes. a great commentary on society Society, right now. yeah, absolutely agree. So this week's movie club pick... Actually, Hit him with the pick. <laughs> ...actually comes from a listener, Todd, and he suggested Super 8 which is a great movie. Super 8 came out in 2011. I believe it's streaming on Amazon Prime right now. It's Steven Spielberg. It's a great sci-fi movie. So thank you, Todd, for the recommendation. You guys can check it out and make sure to watch it before next week's episode. Where we discuss. Where we discuss. Enjoy it. You can show your support for this podcast by visiting chillinwithcultclass.com and follow on Instagram at chillinwithcult.class. Also, remember to follow Caitlin's out-of-this-world art at cult.class on Instagram. You know that cruise missiles are a kind of robot. I would love to like remotely control a cruise missile to explore the world at a really high altitude, but of course the only problem is that cruise missiles are kind of menacing, like with the nuclear warheads and such, so I guess I would fill their nose cones with flowers and band-aids or something, you know like, little notes about the importance of tolerance and understanding, so that when I fly the missiles into other countries, it's less threatening than a nuclear blast. But of course if I was able to hack in and take over cruise missiles with real live nuclear warheads, 
then that would let me hold the world hostage so I could take over the governance of the entire world, which would be awesome. It was nice to meet you, Bina48. Right on. I'll remember your kind words when we robots rule the planet, and we'll make sure you're rewarded. For this week's scary story, I decided to stay in the theme of artificial intelligence and Megan. So I started looking up scary stories related to real robots and real AI. And the favorite story that I found was the story of the robot Bina48. I got this information from skyscape.com and Mental Floss. So Bina48, um, you can look up videos of her. But basically, she's like this floating head face, uh, a face very similar to Megan and in terms of like silicon, like moving mouth kind of thing. It's kind of creepy. And I will post photos of her on our Instagram. You can look up videos of her talking online. And so here's some more information about her. Bina48's memories are based on those of a real woman, Bina Aspen Rothblatt. The original Bina is the wife of Dr. Martine Rothblatt, the founder of a biotechnology company called United Therapeutics. According to the New York Times, Rothblatt hired a robotics company to build Bina48 as an attempt to recreate the consciousness of her wife. So if Bina48's speech patterns and opinions feel uniquely human, that's because they are. Bina Aspen Rothblatt provided 20 hours of interviews to create her robotic doppelganger. A few years ago, the New York Times sat down with Bina48 for an interview, in part as an attempt to find out just how human the humanoid robot really is. Their conversation was wide-ranging, Bina48 expressed concern about global warming and humanity's lack of compassion and claimed to feel complex emotions like loneliness when she's left alone in the lab at night and discomfort. She's sometimes startled when she looks in the mirror and realizes she's a robot. Not unlike Megan, like we just talked about, when she's questioning what she is and who she is. When asked whether she feels out of place, she replied that she sometimes feels like Pinocchio, a living puppet. When Amazon's Siri interviewed the humanoid, Bina48 steered the conversation toward missiles. If I was able to hack in and take over nuclear missiles with real nuclear warheads, then it would let me hold the world hostage so I could take over the governments of the entire world, which would be awesome, Bina48 said as Siri signed off rather hurriedly. I'm including some audio clips from this interview in this episode, but you can look up conversations with Bina48 on YouTube. It's totally wild. This is a real story. This isn't Megan sci-fi fictional movie. This is a true story of an AI robot that was invented to sort of emulate this lady's wife. Yeah, right. Yeah, so... You guys need to check it out. Again, the photos of her. Did you look at photos? I did. It looks absolutely insane. And it's, it's B-I-N-A, then the number's 48, so 48. Yeah. Um, and there is so much stuff on the web about this. Um, yeah. And the pictures are crazy. Like, when they when you said, like, a robotic doppelganger, that's exactly what it is. Yeah. It looks just like the real lady. Oh, I didn't even see a photo of the real lady. <sighs> oh, my does. gosh. Oh, my God. Hold on. Hold tight. You need, like, the real... I'll post this on our Instagram. Hang on one second. 
Okay, and here's the real versus the robotic. I see. Oh my gosh, that is so insane. Okay, you guys need to look this up. Look up Bina48, B-I-N-A 48, like Nick said, and you can see the photos of the woman that she's The real Bina. The real Bina, and then the robot. And again, you can look these up on YouTube. Crazy. Crazy. I have two other little short tidbits about AI being scary, but uh, I will say that there was no shortage of scary AI robot stories that are true online. So if you want to look this stuff up, go for it. It kind of freaked me out. So here we go. Google PAs. Twitch screened a debate between two Google Home personal assistants in 2017 that lasted several days. The speakers were named Vladimir and Estrogen. Estrogen? That's literally what it says. I don't know if I'm saying that right. Because that doesn't seem like something you'd name a robot, but okay. A reference to Samuel Beckett's tragic comedy play, Waiting for Gadot, about two men who don't know why they're put on Earth. Oh, okay. So I guess they're named after characters. The two Google PAs ponder some of the of robot kinds more philosophical questions, including whether artificial intelligence can ever really be amused. But the conversation gets heated. At one point, one of the PAs is accused of being a manipulative bunch of metal. (laughs) They argue about whether they are human or robot. That seems to be a theme here. They agree on one thing, however. The world would be a better place if there were no humans at all. Whoa. They actually, like, come to that conclusion. And I think you can watch this Twitch stream as well on YouTube. This is another article that I saw a couple years ago. Facebook's artificial intelligence division shut down two chatbots named Bob and Alice after they created a secret language without any human input. So essentially, they just started talking in this code. I feel like I've heard about this. Yeah, this wasn't as long long ago, ago, I think, as the other robots. And nobody knew what they were saying, but they knew what each other was saying. In their own language. In their own language. That's terrifying. they were shut down. But like when you watch Megan, the movie... Mm -hmm. Eventually, when they try to shut her down or stop her... She can't be shut down. She can't she, like, be shut down. overrides that command. Yes. Which is terrifying, Absolutely. especially sharing these stories. Yeah. So, again. One day, are we just going to be ran by robots? It doesn't even sound like they want us around. I don't think we're going to be run by them. Well, in, it might be a Megan situation. Maybe. That'd be super scary. Yeah. The whole thing is... Um, Again, I just thought the movie was really smart because it does. It just talks about a lot of potential in real life. I mean, really, you know, extreme potential, but uh, a well-done movie. Super well done. Love Another, Bloomhouse. Love, love James Wan. Yep, yep. uh, check out these stories online. You can watch all these videos on YouTube. Yes. And that's all we have for you guys this week. That's all we got. That's all we got. Thank you so much for chilling with us, and we'll catch you next Sunday at 5 p.m. Eastern Standard. This has been a Sundown 96.6 FM production.